Podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Thanks so much for joining us on this Saturday long holiday weekend. It's going to be a hot one. 88 now, 90s uh, headed into early next week. Doug Swinhart in studio. Tech Talk underway. Here are the phone numbers on the program. 651-989-9226. You can text 81807. That is 81807. If you're having computer problems, hardware, software, whatever, Feel free to call the program. I saw an article this week, very interesting. Um, number one, the government computers can't use Kaspersky antivirus software. Uh, we have talked about it on the program for a while. It's, it's on your uh, not recommended list. Uh, but I saw an article this week that they're having a hard time removing it from some computers. This is really strange to me. If you're having trouble getting rid of it, just get your data off. Wipe the drive and start fresh, if that's what it takes. I have dealt with many PCs over the last year or so with removing Kaspersky and haven't had any trouble even getting it out of Windows. So I'm not sur- sure if this is actually the server portion of Kaspersky, but they really shouldn't be having a problem. All right, uh, to remove any program, let's go through this. Uh, if uh, Revo uninstaller is a good one. Why is that so effective? Why do you recommend a Revo? If people buy the commercial brand of Revo, which after they play with it a while, I say they should. This thing has a little mode that's called Hunter Mode. And it's a small little resident program in your computer that runs in the background. And as you install software, this thing actually keeps track of every bit and particle of data that is changed. This, when you go to remove it, you go back to Revo, and Revo goes right back and puts that system right back the way it should be without it, even after Windows updates. There's just nothing more effective if you even have any question at all about what you're installing. The free version of Revo, even if you just go with the free version, when you uninstall that program, once it's done... Most of these programs will say, okay, reboot to complete. Because each software, nearly all of them, have their own uninstall procedure. And Revo will allow that to complete first. When that's done, it says, do you want to reboot? You say no. Then the next section of Revo comes up, and it will clear out all of the temporary files and directories and subdirectories, folders and subfolders that were left even if that program didn't take it out, and then it will do a thorough registry clean of everything it monitored as it removed it. Then you can restart your computer and let the good times roll and start to move forward. All right, uh, Kaspersky considered a no-no, but uh, when it comes to antivirus, what do you recommend? Now, I know if you're running Windows 10 and getting your updates, uh, Defender is just fine. For most people, I would say yes. If you're current with your Windows 10 product and you got Windows Defender, 
98% of the people I think on the planet will be absolutely fine. Now, if you're doing some strange things with your computer, and I would used to say gambling sites, but even they're safe now. But if you're having any questions at all, you can always buy a commercial package. I'm really, really liking, of course, Malware Bytes, ESET, uh, McAfee is getting better and better as the competition is is increasing. McAfee had at a time, in my opinion, where it seemed a little bloated and it would slow your computer down. Where ESET runs lean and mean, uh, Malware Bytes runs lean and mean, and they're all going to run about 30, 40 bucks a year per computer. Not bad. No. Yeah. So if you are looking for that protection, it's certainly worthwhile. All right, very good. Uh, let's go to the phone lines and get started there. We have a ton of calls already. Here are the numbers, and this is good for all our programs. Uh, Saturdays, Sundays, and even weekdays. Uh, Dave Lee, John Hines, Chad Hartman, uh, Paul and Jordana, 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226. You can text 81807 Eight one eight zero seven. Let's start with Carl in Apple Valley. Carl, you're on the air. Thank you very much. Sure. I have I have an HP computer. I can't tell if it's a seven or an eight because I don't remember. Okay. But this morning it it, it wouldn't fire up, and uh, it just it, it sound it's making all kinds of weird sounds. And my son said, "Well, maybe the fan is wearing out," and it heated up everything inside and just so if you turn it off and leave it off for a while does it regenerate itself or do you have to replace these fans or well i don't think i don't think it's the fan Uh, my my the first thing i would be looking at is the power supply uh inside if this this is a desktop right it's not a laptop the tower yeah yeah um the first thing i would check is i would check the, the the power supply um and you can replace that power supply if it's an ATX box, and it probably is, uh, for probably somewhere around. And you can buy cheaper ones, less than 20 bucks. But I would recommend something between 40 and $70. And if you give me a call next week, I will walk you through and make sure that that's what's going on. Um, chances are, if you shut this thing off, unplug it, push your power button in, and hold it in. Now, if your computer is plugged into a surge protector... I want you to bypass that surge protector and plug it right into the outlet. Then fire it up, and if it comes up, I can almost guarantee that your power supply is weakening, and it's time to replace that. Piece of cake. There's four bolts on the on the back. Follow the cables to where they go. Um, there should be two to the motherboard, one to each drive. Fire it up, and you're rocking and rolling. All right, we've had some severe weather roll through the area already. It's Indeed. that time of year, showers and thunderstorms, power outages, and we haven't brought it up for a while, but uh, having an uninterrupted power supply for your sensitive electrical equipment, particularly computers or their expensive monitors, etc., it is well worth the money. You can't mention that enough, Steve. This These things are worth their weight in gold. I personally am really, really biased towards APC, American Power Corporation. They're out of Rhode Island. Um, Nearly their entire line is completely built in the United States. Lifetime warranty on nearly everything except for the batteries. If a battery ever goes bad, which is extremely rare, you call their 800 number, give them your model. They send the battery to you, usually 30, 40 bucks. 
and you take the battery out, it's a piece of cake. They even give you free shipping to return it, and they dispose of your battery. An uninterruptible power supply is the best investment that you can make for your computer, high-buck, high-end TVs. They're just absolutely the best. Many people today are still using surge protectors. Our issue is not surging anymore. Our issues today are brownouts. Our electrical grid across North America, not even just the U.S., the entire North America, our electrical grid is so overtaxed that our we're actually suffering from low voltage at this point. And a surge protector will actually add to that condition. And this sensitive equipment It's better to have too much power than rather not enough. And surging is almost a thing of the past, unless it browns out to the point to where a big surge will follow. An uninterruptible power supply, think of it like putting clean gas in your car. It really, really will make a difference. Yeah, and it's one of those things that kind of smooths out the highs and the lows. And particularly when you come to a power outage situation, if that does happen, it allows you to shut down your equipment properly. And that's a big deal as well. Absolutely. And most people don't know this, but APC, if you buy a $130, $140, $150 unit, they actually have a $200,000 insurance policy. God forbid your house ever get hit by lightning. But if your house actually got hit by lightning, they would actually cover all the equipment connected to that UPS up to two hundred thousand dollars. How how can you go wrong? I, you just you can't go wrong. Yeah, so it is a good idea. Available all over town. Really a good idea. Uh, consider that, especially when it comes to your computer equipment. All right, uh, we're going to take a break right now. We've got Robin, Michael, and Bruce waiting on the phone lines. We have a number of texts lined up as well. Tech Talk underway here on a Saturday at CCO. Stick around. It is Tech Talk. Doug Swinhart in studio on this Saturday. Steve Thompson here. Jonathan Law is in studio with us as well. Phone number six five one nine eight nine nine two two six at six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. And Brian Keen from KNS Heating, Air Conditioning, Plumbing, and Electrical will be joining us next hour on Ask the Expert. How appropriate during this heat wave. We'll be talking to an HVAC guy next hour, so uh, stick around for that here on CCO. All right, let's go to the phone lines and bring in Robin. Robin, you're on the air with Doug. Hello. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. What's Um, up? A few weeks ago, you talked about checking out a new search engine, and I was wondering what you found out about it. Oh, the search? Well, uh, DuckDuckGo is uh, highly rated in the U.K. I think what you're referring to, though, is we were talking about a new browser. Yeah, the browser. And yeah. uh, and it's called Brave, B-R-A-V-E, just like we have lots of courage. Brave.com, and you can download that browser, and you can actually set a number of search engines. Um, but if you're looking for an alternative search engine to Google, just type in DuckDuckGo, and it you will find it as a, you can set it up as your default in nearly every browser as well. But DuckDuckGo is a, a great, great search engine as well. So, And thank you for the call. I hope that helps. All right. Uh, a little bit more on Brave. We oh. recommend that you have more than one 
You, you have more than one. Uh, Mozilla Firefox and Google Chrome are the two I rely on at work uh, on my Chromebook, uh, obviously. Uh, when I'm using other computers, like here, for instance, I use both. Absolutely. I, I have Chrome and Firefox. I have not tried Brave yet. Uh, tell us what you found in your use so far. I really like it. And this is a is a good message even for Mac users because a lot of Mac users, their computers are generally a little bit more stable, and they come with Safari, so they just don't bother to get an additional browser. I would encourage every Mac user or Apple user to download Google Chrome, Mozilla Firefox, and the Brave browser, all three. And like you say, you use them both. I do too. I crank up my computer. I open up Google Chrome and Chromium for my email. I do the majority of my work in Mozilla Firefox. If I'm logging on to anything secure, I pop open Brave. And I'm even starting to use Brave with uh, PayPal and Amazon and eBay. Uh, it's It takes a couple more seconds to actually open up in your Windows or your Linux or your Mac. But once it's open... I don't find any variance in speed. This thing just cooks. It's a wonderful piece of work. All right, so keep that in mind. Uh, by the way, it is 124. It is Tech Talk. We have a full line open at 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226. You can text. Great way to go. 81807. That is eight one eight zero seven. Let's bring in Michael in Burnsville. Michael, you're on the air. Hello. Hello, Doug. Hi, Mike. Yeah, say I've uh, got Windows ten on here, and uh, I'm running Malwarebytes on here also. Okay, the free version or the premium? The free version. No, the premium version. Okay. Yeah, and uh, I've been getting some pop ups here from Windows ten. It says something went wrong and they can't install important security updates on your PC. And they want me to contact Microsoft support and they mm. give me an error code here. I, I'm, I'm actually not buying that. Um, it, it, I don't think it's Microsoft. If you happen to have picked up some malware, which could have been on your computer even previously to installing malware bytes, uh, open up a web browser. And go to Google.com, and in the search box, type in ADW Cleaner with no spaces. A-D-W-C-L-E-A-N-E-R. Then hit a space, and then type the word Major Geeks, M-A-J-O-R-G-E-E-K-S. And when you click Return or push your Enter key, the first or second result that you get from Google will be a direct link to download ADW Cleaner, which, by the way, also comes from Malwarebytes. This is a freestanding program that will run as a portable program. You don't really install it. It will clean anything in your computer that happened to be in there before Malwarebytes was installed. I think this you have kind of like a little Trojan. It might have been laying in there. You installed malware, and after a specific amount of keystrokes or whatever the program was told to do, it raised its ugly head, and the first thing it did was scan your computer to see what you had for antivirus and blocked itself and worked around them. But ADW Cleaner should clear that. If that doesn't do it, give me a call because you're going to need to clear out your 
cash for your update in Windows. And that's going to be a little bit lengthy. So give me a call next week if that doesn't do it, and we'll go from there. And, Michael, have a good weekend. All right, let's go to Bruce. Bruce in Bloomington. You're on the air. Hello. Yeah. Good afternoon, Doug. Hi, Bruce. What's happening? I say, Doug, I've heard you talk about update loops, and I think I have that problem with my computer. I've had a couple cases where it goes through a Windows update and gets to the end, and it says unable to update your computer, uh, uninstalling updates, yep. and then it'll restart, and it'll go through the same yep. thing yep. again. You you absolutely are. You're, you're caught in an update loop. Um, you are going to go to Google, and in the search box, you're going to type in GWX Control Panel. And this is a portable package also. Now, this program was actually meant for Windows 7 or Windows 8 to prevent the automatic installation of Windows 10. However, if you have Windows 10, you can still use the one section in there that talks about clearing your update cache. Once you clear that cache, restart your computer, that should correct the issue. If you're running Windows 10 and that doesn't seem to fix it, then you're going to need to download and install SpyBot Active Beacon. And it's S-P-Y-B-O-T space, the word active, A-C-T-I-V-E, and then a hyphen or a dash like in the middle of a telephone number. Active dash beacon, B-E-A-C-O-N. Another free program. And go ahead and play with that. Immunize your system Go into the additionals, and then you can restart your computer, and you should be good to go. And thank you so much for the call, and have a good weekend. All right. Excellent call so far, 651-989-9226. Let's squeeze in one more before the weather. We will say the forecast in a word, hot. Uh, Let's go to Steve. Uh, Steve, you're on the air. Hello. Thank you. uh, I'm trying to free up space on my iPhone 5S particularly in the mail program, the documents and data section. But I don't want to have to offload the app to do it. I can't seem to get rid of all the documents and data and taking up a huge amount of space on this 5S. That is really interesting. Um, it was my under... Of course, that's a 5S, isn't it? I, I can't recall if it was 6 or what version of, of iPhone that as soon as you got your iPhone you would automatically establish an iCloud account. And if I'm not mistaken, even with your 5S, you should be able to add a micro SD card to give you more space. I'm also concerned if you've got your email set up using POP3 instead of IMAP. This could be a number of variations, but the first thing I would check to see is if you've got an iCloud account. If you've got additional Mac devices, if they're actually keeping each other synchronized, you may have software on your iPhone that isn't even meant for your iPhone. I've seen that happen. That really should. But, you know, if I were an Apple Store guy, I would say a 5S. Oh, dude, you need a new phone. Yeah, for sure. I would just come right out and tell you that. And that's probably what you're hearing. And it may be time to start to look at that. And by the way, the price of the of the iPhones, I think we're going to see them drop unless you're getting the latest and the greatest. Then you're going to be looking at probably close to $1,000, which to, I get sick to my stomach just thinking about paying that kind of money for a cell phone. You, you know what's crazy about it, though? And, and 
I, I think about it, what you can do on your phone right now when it comes to email and productivity and all the other things you're able to keep track of could be a good thing, could be a bad thing in the grand scheme of things. But it is extraordinary. And if you think about it, they live in your pocket. They live in you know, a cup holder in the car. Indeed. These things are pretty extraordinary pieces of equipment. They really are. You know, if, oh. you, if, if you and I, Steve, could each have a modern smartphone today and take a jump back 35 years, oh. can you imagine? I, I, you're old enough to remember that. I know you are. And just yeah, 35 years ago, you'd say, look at this. People would think that it was magic. It would be like handing somebody in in the in the eighteen hundreds a, a a laptop computer or or a TV yeah. set. It, it, it's just it's mind boggling the technology what it really is. There is so much technology in that little piece of equipment crammed into that space. It truly is an incredible device. But any iPhone user, any Apple device user, get an iCloud account. Set up automatic backups. I had my phone die on the road. I was in Arizona visiting my daughter. My phone died. Uh, I was pushing it. I was pushing it. I was stuck. I needed a new phone. It was so easy to go in, restore everything from the iCloud account. I was in business in 15 minutes. And if you don't have an iCloud account and you have a Gmail account, it takes a little bit more jumping around to get it handled. But you can actually set up your iPhone to communicate with Google Drive automatically as well. Take a picture, up it goes. Your text, documents, up they go. You can do that automatically. So it just takes a little bit of effort, but you'll work through this. And thank you so much for the calls. We're really getting good calls today. Yeah, really good. Quick break. We'll have an update on that weather. It is 132. More calls, more texts. Uh, Here are the numbers again, 651-989-9226. Text 81807. That is 81807. Tech Talk underway on a Saturday. Twins and Mariners from Seattle coming up tonight. Remember, our pregame show, our coverage actually begins with the Twins Magazine at 7.30. Uh, The pregame show at 8.30. First pitch coming up after 9 o'clock tonight from the Safeco Field in Seattle here on the home of the Twins. 138 Tech Talk on a warm one. Doug Swinhart in studio. Steve Thompson here. Jonathan Lowell, our studio producer today. And we'll go to the text line, but we've had a lot of great calls today. We want to continue. Uh, squeeze in a quick call with Paul in Minneapolis. Paul, uh, you're on the air. Hello. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Sure. Hey, I have a friend of mine uh, who says his computer uh, seems to be slowed down from time to time because he watches uh, adult. Uh, stuff is does that does that really mess up a uh, person's computer um it's like i said it was a friend of mine that mentioned it to me yeah. well yeah you know i i personally have always taken the tack that i'm not the morality police for anybody my job is to make computers run now if you have a decent web browser it should not if there's tracking things in the back it's possible that it does um and, in fact, if you are watching any of the news about websites, big sites, uh, Pornhub now has noticed that a lot of people are trying to inject malware into their website so they can get a list of people and start sending ads. And they now are going to actually offer a virtual private network, I'm sure, as an extra commercial service, which they will charge for. But just connecting to a double X 
or a triple X website should not have any effect on your internet at all. Absolutely none. But thank you for the call. I appreciate that. All right, our phone number is 651-989-9226, 651-989-9226. You can text 81807. That is 81807 here on CCO. Let's go to Craig. Craig and Mound, you're on the air. Hello. Yes, thanks for taking my call. Certainly. Um, I uh, do uh, some uh, insurance inspections, and when I go to the company website to start filling in information. There are blanks that I have to type in numbers and there's drop-in down menus. Uh, it's non-responsive, extremely slow, not uh, uh, loading. If I, tr- which is, uh, my PC is a uh, Windows 7. Uh, if I try it on my laptop, which is a Windows 10, it works fine. Wasn't that interesting? Did, it, did I lose him? No, oh, I'm here. Oh, yeah. This is um, this is interesting. Tech support cannot come up with an answer. I think you should give me a call next week, and we need to run some stuff on that Windows Seven machine to find out what's going on. And you are actually connecting to this from your house with the same internet connection. Is that correct? Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. Give me a call next week, and I'll connect up to you remotely. You can watch me work. Uh, we won't interfere with anything that your tech support IT people are doing, and we'll see what we can find out with this thing. Uh, but you shouldn't have an effect on Windows 7, especially if the IT people at your company is set up to do 7 and 10, which they really should be compatible as far as their security on the on the site level. Uh, we'll take a look and we'll see what you got going on and see if we can get that corrected for you. Thank you so much for the call. All right, good call, and uh, that that is uh, a little bit unusual, and uh, definitely uh, can take some take some time to get to the bottom of it. By the way, we'll have Doug's phone number and email at the end of the program. Yeah, and you know, and the thing is, Steve, is that what's really mind boggling about this is his, his desktop is probably cabled with an Ethernet, and his laptop is wireless. It should be just the opposite. I could see if the laptop was running slower. Yeah. Um, but the not responding thing, I think this computer just might be a candidate for sea cleaner and checking it out with ADW cleaner and get her cleaned up. And, and it's possible he's got some kind of hardware glitch or something going on with his windows, but we'll get to the bottom of it. We will go to the text line in a moment. A uh, quick follow up there. Uh, someone was wondering about the browser brave. It's B R A V E. B-R-A-V-E. Check it out, uh, but it's it's one, Doug, you've played with. I haven't downloaded it yet, but I'm playing to at some point. Indeed, brave.com. And the interesting thing is, is there were some developers from Mozilla Firefox and some developers from Google Chrome that got together, and with obviously permission from both companies, they've actually kind of branched off and created their own browser. It's a very interesting piece of work. It's a it's a, it's a good one. It's one to have. All right, uh, back to the phone line. So we go, with Jerry Elk River. You're on the air. Hello. Hi, I got a Mac desktop, uh, probably eight years old or so. We had OSX. Then um, I downloaded uh, OSX Sierra. Yeah, yeah. There's a Sierra and High Sierra. Yep. Yep. And ever since I did that the computer will restart itself 
Um, I I would wonder that. Give me a call next week. I have a feeling that you're running hot. Um, and this is a condition in some of these older Macs. Um, a little bit too lengthy to go in over the phone, but I've actually corrected five or six of these over the last couple of months. So I, I think we'd be able to get you handled here. And um, and thank you for the call. All right, uh, Doug, uh, I don't know if you've heard about this, but uh, from our text line at 81807, uh, my Samsung tablet popped up a virus and wanted me to go to the app store to fix it. Is this real? Is it a scam? What should I do if I'm running into an issue on a tablet? I would actually be looking at some of the apps that are already installed. Ah. Uh, any kind of update that comes like that should come directly from your, if they got the app from a, from a cell phone provider, it should be updated there. Uh, you're going to want to do some research on this on the internet with a different device. Do not just blindly follow that lead. I'm really glad that this texter texted this in. Some of these things that pop up look like they're there to help you. Just remember, an ounce of prevention is worth 25 pounds of cure in this business. Go to another computer, run a search, as and word it as close as you can, and find out if other people have been led down a rosy path or if it's legitimate. Worst case scenario, you can always send some type of an email to Samsung support. They're going to want to know if somebody's breaking it. These Samsung tablets, Steve, as you know, these are running an Android operating system. These, in my opinion, are, I don't know if I'd say they're as safe as an Apple OS, but they're darn close. Even the older Android operating systems. Where the problem comes in is when people start downloading, willy-nilly downloading all the free apps. Because then God knows what you might end up with. Uh, these app stores, even Apple now, is starting to do much more scrutiny on what they're putting on their site for people to have. But things can slip through the cracks, so use some caution. My Android phone now is going on seven years old, my tablet. Uh, my, uh, ta- uh, my Samsung tab, my, it's a big phone. Never had a problem, but I don't add apps. I got it. The first two weeks, I put on maybe five or six apps that were necessary for Wi-Fi and to, and to check my stuff. Other than that, AT&T has updated that phone. I've never had an issue. All right. From our text line, a couple more, and I, I think this is a good follow-up. We talked about uh, UPS or uninterrupted power supplies, uh, and someone was wondering, are those the same as a power conditioner? In general, yes. The top quality ones, you plug your equipment into it, it has a battery backup, and it will condition the power. And there are other manufacturers as well. Uh, we had a text to follow up on that one. Uh, Cyber Power is another brand. Um, you have a brand that you prefer? I'm biased. Uh, APC, also known as APCC, American Power Conversion Corporation, uh, this is the... The cream de la creme in my in my mind. Uh, Cyber Power does good work as well. I really like the fact that APCC, you can call an 800 number if you need advice for sizing. You can call that 800 number if you happen to need a battery replacement. And I've just had such good luck with them over the years. Uh, another big name uh, is Triplight. Uh, I, I don't want to throw them under the bus. But many years ago, I ha- I was buying APCs. Saw the trip light, 
Specs were almost the same. I bought the triplet, and six months later, the battery just exploded, and I had stuff running all over the floor. Oof. So obviously, that leaf left a really bad taste in my mouth. Now remember, this was back when these things were first getting going and first getting started. But APCC has always, always maintained, in my opinion, if they're $10, $15, $20 more apples to apples, I would pay it. But that's me. All right, quick break, 148. 12 minutes now in front of 2 o'clock. Tech Talk continues. Doug Swinhart in studio. It's a warm one, 91 degrees officially here in the Twin Cities of Minneapolis, St. Paul. Uh, we've got time for more calls. 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226. That's good for all our programs. Frank in Minneapolis coming up right out of the break. Welcome back one more time. Nine minutes now in front of two. We have all the news and weather at two. Our Ask the Expert Hour, uh, Brian Keene from KNS Heating and Cooling. Uh, very appropriate. We had him on in the dead of winter, and now we have him on during a heat wave. Once again, uh, your calls, HVAC, air conditioning, a big deal, uh, particularly this Memorial Day weekend. So we'll talk to Brian about that and take your calls. Right now, let's go to the phone lines. Frank in Minneapolis. Frank, you're on the air with Doug. Yes, sir. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. Happy Memorial Day for all our fallen heroes. Uh, I have a question for you, sir, Doug. Okay. I have a Mac, and when I pl- turn it on, you know, it goes through all the tone, everything else. All of a sudden, that little twirly you get at the end, you know, where it's going through everything. Yep. Uh, it just keeps going through it. It doesn't uh, quit. Um, I would actually have to take that into my place and do a diagnostics. You can go through the, but here again, we need to, if there's data on this drive, you need to save that first. This is extremely rare with a Mac. Extremely rare. Um, as you may or may not know, the original Mac operating system was built on a Linux p- platform. T- today, you can't even call it Linux. It's their own proprietary, although some basic Linux commands will work in a terminal window. This, you're going to have to make sure that it's not random access memory. Uh, you can go use Control-S before... You actually get the chimes, and it will take you to a boot screen where you can actually check to make sure that you can get into a terminal window. But this is this is pretty deep here. When you got a Mac that won't boot, that's generally a sign of hardware. I, uh, that's that's bad. That's not good news at all. And I I wish I had better news for you. All right. Uh, by the way, we'll have Doug's phone number and email in a moment. Real quick, uh, a follow up to what we've talked about on previous programs. Uh, someone gets a new computer. What is the most efficient way to get uh, your data from that old computer over to the new computer? What would you do? I would actually just buy an external hard drive, first of all, plug it into the USB port, open up a Windows Explorer window for the hard drive, slide that to the right. That will be my target. I would open a second Windows Explorer, not to be confused with Internet Explorer, put that on the left side. And I w- on that left window, I would set my path. In other words, click on the folders, documents, go into documents, hit control A. So all my files were shaded, move my pointer on any file that was shaded and right click 
slide down and left-click copy, move my mouse over to the window on the right, do a quick left-click, that now becomes your working environment, do a right-click, window pops open, slide down and left-click paste. I would do that for each individual folder, documents, pictures, and videos, and put them in a folder on the target, name something similar but not identical. Documents, I would make a folder on my target drive called Docs. Pictures, pics. Videos, vids. And so on and so forth. When you're doing this operation, make absolutely certain that you're hitting the word copy and not cut. If you use cut, it removes it from the source machine. You don't want to remove it. You want to copy it. The same procedure can be done with Google Drive or an iCloud account or SugarSync, or any of those. It Really, it's much, much simpler than what people think. Once they play with it and see it, they go, is that it? I like this better than a backup procedure because I'm not relying on recovery software to bring it back over, and I'm not going to have to worry about the operating system being copied over the top of my new computer. So copy and paste is Computer 101 and everybody that's at a keyboard and a mouse, should know how to do copy and paste. All right, let's go to the phones real quickly. Brian in Brooklyn Park. Brian, go quick. Hi, Doug. Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. I have a HP desktop. Okay. And it, it turns on on the tower thing, and then on my monitor, it says no input, so you know. It says VGA, no input, so you know. I think I think this might be a setting on your monitor. Um, most monitors, at, on the buttons on the front, uh, you, you got to look for one that will take you into a menu. And what you're looking for under that menu, and this is right on your monitor, you're looking for source. Uh, it's going to be important to know whether you've got it connected up to a digital interface, an analog interface, or, of course, the new HDMI. And if you want to call me next week, I can help you get through this. But I think on your mo- or when you're in that menu on your monitor, look for a factory reset. And that should actually scan for whatever the source is. You also might have to take a look at the cables to make sure that some cable didn't get disconnected on the monitor and the computer. And that should help. And if you need my help, give me a holler. All right. Very good. Uh, Rick, real quick, what do you got? Rick, hello. Yes, I uh, got a question for Doug. Okay. Hey, uh, I was visiting my dad last weekend, and he's got an HP uh, PC Envy, and uh, he wanted he uh, clicks on uh, the printer preferences and settings, you know, to change a couple things. Okay. And when the window pops up for the uh, printer or for the preferences shortcuts, they all got paddle locks on them. Oh, oh he right. locked them. Yeah. Uh, give me a call next week. You got to go in and you got to unlock them. Uh, it, it, that's not good. Even if you uninstall that printer and reinstall, it might end up with the same condition. And thank you for the call. All right. We've, we've got to run. Here are Doug's numbers and uh, email. Uh, how do people reach you, Doug? Thank you. 651 WCCOTech.com, WCCOTECH.com, 651-552-9543. All right, Doug, have a good one. Uh, Get a little R&R in and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. 
All right, there he is, Doug Swinhart. Tech Talk, when sports schedules allow. He's on Saturdays between 1 and 2 o'clock. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies, like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you.